and use discount code FRUITS. Couple of wrecks this morning. Parkway in Winchester, it's off in a parking lot. Nance Ford Road and Barkley Bridge Road near Hartzell in Morgan County. Single vehicle, no injury there. And HPD's on the way for a stall vehicle, eastbound University in Georgia. 2030 Fast Track can make your clothes fall off. Enjoy the holidays and wait till January and start losing your weight. 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Your career isn't a job, it's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At AlabamaWorks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. But it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at AlabamaWorks.com. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Life is like a sandwich. Birth at one slice and death is the other. I got uh, brown sandwiches and uh, green sandwiches. What you put in the middle makes all the difference. What's the green? See, the very new cheese, the very old meat. I'll take the brown. This is Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Well, rain's going to continue through about 11. We're only going to get to about 47 today. It's 44. Uh, it's probably snowing where he is. Hans von Spakovsky is a manager of election reform initiative and senior legal fellow at Heritage. He's our go-to guy for all this stuff. Uh, you were, you were cautioning us on all this court stuff, Hans, and, uh, um, it looks like SCOTUS punted, I suppose, huh? <laughs> Yeah, they they sure did. Unfortunately, um, as 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 I'm sure your listeners know, Texas tried to file a lawsuit against the four states: uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, claiming that the all the changes they made in their election rules violated the Constitution. Were all intended to lessen the security involving absentee ballots, and as a result, they altered the outcome of the presidential election with illegal and invalid ballots. And therefore, the voters in Texas were injured. But the Supreme Court did not buy that. The Supreme Court just issued a very short one-paragraph one order saying, Texas doesn't have standing to bring the lawsuit. And you know what? Means they Go ahead. They didn't, deal with, yeah, they didn't deal with the substantive issues. By saying they didn't have standing, they were saying Texas can't show that it was injured by what happened in those four states. You know, I'm, this is my first chance to appear brilliant with you, so I'm going to take my shot. <laughs> <laughs> I think the these guys set themselves up, because when all these legislatures from these states being sued joined the Texas side, that gave the Supreme Court a pass, because they said, well, why should you make us stick our necks out? You do it. You fix it, right? Well, I don't know about that so much as I really think that they – look, I actually think Texas did have standing. Remember, you know, the concept of standing in legal parlance means you got to show – if you want to sue your neighbor, you got to show they actually injured you. Right. You know, they, they either physically or, or uh, damaged you or your property. And by saying that Texas couldn't show any injury, I mean, I think that's just wrong. You know, if, if those changes in those elections altered the outcome – of the election, then yeah, the the voters in Texas 
their vote was voided or, or diluted. I, but I think the court used that as an excuse to not get into what, what look, you, Fred, you and I both know that if the Supreme Court had come in and had then had a split decision saying, yeah, oh, yeah, this was a constitutional violation, what these states did, which I think it was. Yeah, me too. And we are ordering, <laughs> we are ordering new elections in those four states. You, you think we've had riots in the streets uh, and violence this past summer? It would have, I think it would have torn the country up. Now, I'm not saying that the Supreme Court should allow those kind of political concerns to stop what is the legally correct decision. But I think that probably were the factors that caused them to decide to punt the case. So you've got two groups of people. You've got you've got the the those who are supporting the Constitution who are likely not to riot, and those who are trying to tear the country right. apart, they're likely to riot. So we'll go with the people who aren't going to destroy the country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hate to put it that way, but I, I think you got it exactly right. I that's scary when you think about it, you know. And, it? And, yeah. All right, so all right, so we so we now have cases in lower courts. This is the thing that's frustrating, and help me understand this. First of all, they're, they're all kind of coming down to you don't have standing. The evidence they're saying well, you have no evidence. Well, the evidence has not been allowed to be heard, right? Uh, yes, that or judges are ignoring or ignoring it or saying, well, there's just not enough there uh, to change the outcome of the election. Or what happened in uh, some cases, like uh, uh, there's a Pennsylvania, one of the Pennsylvania cases, you know, the court said, uh, you waited too long to make these claims. Yeah, but well, the court, but the court at the beginning said you have to wait. You can't have it both ways. But they did, I, right? I, I, but they did. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. And look, what what needs to come out of this? I, look, I've actually been using Alabama as an example. When reporters, reporters have called me about this, I've said, look, what what needs to happen is state legislators. I mean, look, the presidential race, I tell you, it, I think it's pretty much over. You know, yeah. Joe Biden's going to be the president. But what needs to happen is state legislators need to investigate all of these claims, all this evidence produced by Giuliani and others of wrongdoing and misconduct. And then they need to use this upcoming legislative session, which is going to start um, early next year, and finally fix all the darn problems that are in our election laws, the holes, the security issues, to try to make sure this doesn't happen again. And the example I gave him was the fact that Alabama very smartly passed a voter ID law that applies to both in-person voting and absentee balloting. Yeah. That, uh, Georgia, you know, Georgia, uh, Alabama's neighbor state, look, they got a great voter ID law they passed many years ago, long before Alabama did, but it only applied to in-person voting. You know, it's been the big dispute. Yeah. Absentee ballots in Georgia. You know, as an Alabama native, you probably at least once uttered, thank God for Mississippi. I've been saying, thank God for Georgia. Uh, (laughs) What a mess they have over there. Good Lord. All right. I want to get to this electoral college thing and these multiple electors and all that, because we're going to get a history lesson. And we have we need a bigger scorecard, obviously. Uh, More with Hans von Spagowski coming up. This morning, a 
America's First News with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6, on WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Charlie Pellet. Get ready for SpongeBob SquarePants running out of the tunnel, players being covered with digital slime after touchdowns, and commentary from the cast of All That when Nickelodeon airs an NFL playoff game. CBS Sports and Nickelodeon have unveiled plans for the kid-focused channel's broadcast of a wild card game on Sunday, January 10th. The Nickelodeon feed will be tailored for younger audiences with the usual broadcast airing on CBS and online at CBS All Access. The Atlantic Coast Conference has hired Northwestern Athletic Director Jim Phillips to be the league's next commissioner, replacing the retiring John Swafford. Phillips has been Northwestern's AD since 2008. New Jersey gamblers wagered more than $931 million on sports in November, the latest in a string of monthly records. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 13. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. But here's Canton. Here's Canton. Inspiration without all that screaming. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Well, if you ever needed a look, the next book, we know there's going to be another book now because you've got too much material. Hans von Spakovsky is manager of the uh, Election Reform Initiative and senior legal fellow at Heritage Foundation. Uh, also, um, the uh, Edwin Meese III Center for Legal and Judicial Studies. He's qualified, let me tell you. Hey, your, um, your fellow alum, high school alum, is stirring it up here. Mo Brooks, Congressman Brooks, has uh, said he's, I, I, I was telling you during the break, the guy, I, I think he's going down with the ship on this thing. 
saying he's gonna going to um, going to stop this thing in the House. You got to have a member of the Senate to do it as well. Um, give me, we'll, we'll jump back to this, but it is that, that's how it works, right? You got an objection in each, each house, and then it goes to some kind of debate if they vote to do so. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, there's a federal statute governing the county, the Electoral College votes. What basically happens is January 6th, there'll be a joint session of the Senate and House. They meet together in the House of Representatives. The vice president will be there, the current vice president. And they basically open up the envelopes from each state and they count the Electoral College votes. And the statute says that if an ob- a written objection is filed that's signed by a member of the House and a member of the Senate, well, then um, they stop the joint session. The Senate and the House each go to, you know, uh, uh, have their own sessions where they vote on whether to overrule the objection or sustain the objection. And once that's done, then they get back together and resume the counting. So, obviously, we've got, there's all kinds of confusion here. So kind of walk us through. Obviously, the Democrats control the House, but if it were to end up being a throw out the college, each state gets one vote, right? And then over in the Senate, it's just a right. regular vote. But first, you got to get through these other hurdles. So how likely, how far likely is this to go? Or is this more symbolic from uh, these electors? It's just not very likely at all. Um, I mean, I I don't. It's unclear to me that Mo Brooks could get a single member of the Senate to sign on to an objection to the returns from any one particular state. If he can do that, it's sure to be defeated in the House. They won't sustain his objection, and I'm pretty sure it'll be defeated in the Senate too. Well, because the establishment does not want to, Mitch and the gang don't want to, they, they, they hated Trump from the beginning anyway, right? I mean, all, well, all, poli- all election aside, th- this isn't a disappointment for Mitch and the gang, right? Well, I, no, I'm, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I mean, all right. um, tr- Trump, I mean, for example, look, Trump and McConnell have worked really well together in getting good federal judges, a very large, unprecedented number of new federal judges appointed uh, to the bench. I I think it just boils down to the fact that without without overwhelming evidence, without overwhelming evidence that the outcome in a particular state was compromised or changed, um, no one is going to put their political necks on the line. But but don't we have? I mean I mean as as much as because even the media is having the and I think they're reporting it because I know it's going nowhere. But I, I mean, isn't there overwhelming evidence in Michigan and and uh, Georgia at least where uh, apparently now they they've figured out the scam was you got your absentee ballot late and you and you filed it late and then you went and voted again because they couldn't catch you and now they're not going to charge anybody i mean it it when you start adding all this stuff up i mean this is going we're going to have a, a real problem it, it, you know either way we would have had a problem whether it be trump or or biden because uh, half the country is going to be pissed off for 4 years right yeah, they are. Um, but uh, you're not going to have the relentless media assault on Biden that uh, Trump has experienced for for four years. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to question the legitimacy of 
of his presidency. Look, you know what it reminds me of? I mean, it reminds me, I think people, it's good to look back at history, but, but keep in mind, remember, when Andrew Jackson, the 1820s, first ran for office, um, he should have become president but didn't. Uh, there's, there's this whole, um, whole history of the, what's called the corrupt bargain because it ended up in the House of Representatives mm-hmm. and he didn't, wasn't picked as president. And four years later, he ran and got elected, sweeping the country because he ran on and pushed and all his supporters said that the election had been stolen from him and that he ought to be president. You think it's likely to happen again, or do you think Trump sails off in the sunset and does something else? Because, look, it's not a job he needs, obviously, right? Uh, look, as you know, he is very unpredictable, but um, I, I could see him either sailing off in the sunset and making a lot of money doing other things, or being so mad at what happened that he basically spends the next four years running on this election was stolen for me, and he runs again. I mean, I can wow. see that happening. Wow. So, there, so uh, for all the for all the smoke that's out there, you don't see a fire. Even though, uh, as and again, you could write two more books on this, couldn't you? I mean, really. Oh, look. No, I think there were. I think there were problems, but I don't think that it has been um, proven to such an extent that you can convince politicians to put their political careers at risk by saying that the election needs to be overturned. What does this do for... uh, All right, so back to the politics of this. Um, Is is this a suicide pill for for Mo, or does this just ingratiate him with with his uh, Freedom Caucus? No, I think think this helps him. You know, uh, uh, Alabama went overwhelmingly for President Trump, um, and I think people are are rightly frustrated and mad over the misconduct that they have seen that was that was shown in places like Georgia and Michigan and him going forward with this shows that he's a he's a brave son of a gun. Yeah, I would say so. Hey, he sticks to his guns. He's got a degree in economics. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh high honors, I think he said uh, uh, masters in economics or whatever. Anyway, all right, uh, real quickly uh, handicap Georgia for us. They're, they're not solving anything, and it seems like this Secretary of State over there is doing everything he can not to be called a racist, and Stacey Abrams is just running over him. This is troublesome, isn't it? Because they haven't changed the rules at all for the special election, or this runoff, have they? No, and in fact, the big mistake that, that Georgia made, the Secretary of State and the Attorney General, was giving in to the lawsuit, you know, the Democrats, they filed a lawsuit to basically try to change the rules governing absentee ballots. And rather than fighting against those changes, including changes that made it much tougher to reject an absentee ballot based on the signatures not matching, they settled the case. They said, okay, we'll waive all these state rules. And that's, that's, that's what happened in the November election. They should have fought it. They should have fought it again. Look, I, I got to, again, hold up Alabama. You know, Alabama got sued the same way. Um, These liberal groups sued saying, oh, uh, Alabama shouldn't be able to apply its voter ID requirement to absentee ballots because of COVID-19. Oh, Alabama shouldn't be able to uh, require witness signatures because of COVID-19 
and Alabama fought it in court and won. They didn't settle the case and say, oh, okay, we'll, we'll agree to do all that. In Georgia, the Republican Secretary of State, the Republican Attorney General settled the case. So what, all right, so is this likely to be stolen next month? Well, I would be extremely worried if I were the two Republican senators who were uh, trying to get elected over those changes in the rules and the fact that the uh, folks in the Hollywood left and elsewhere are going around telling people to register to vote in Georgia and vote there, even if you don't have, if you don't actually live there and have no intention of living there. Yeah, which, by the way, is a felony, but they, they're not charging people it with is. double voting. But uh, there we go. All right, Heritage.org, if you want to read, and he's all over the place. He's been real popular lately. Hans von Smikowski, we appreciate it, my friend. If I don't talk to you again, Merry Christmas. And same to you and all my friends in Huntsville. Even when surrounded by idiots, we can still smile. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. I'm Mike Gallagher. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. We are dealing with rain and wet streets this morning. It's going to be a slow go for you. If you're not out the door already, try to get out quickly. Right now, though, we haven't picked up anything new accident-wise. You could create a memory for Christmas by serving an Apple Lane spiral cut honey glazed ham or turkey. Apple Lane, Highway 20, Decatur, or Madison Boulevard, bringing families together for 23 years. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful and sometimes it's not cherish the good but always be prepared for life's challenges private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical dental vision and even prescription coverage if you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35,000 or more give us a call at 800-626-4910 that's 800-626-4910 well, ho, 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 it's me, Leo LaPorte, known as Santa, the tech guy. I am here to help you do a little last-minute shopping for the geek in your life. It's a little too late to get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, but there are some fun little gizmos and gadgets that any geek would love. Shut the hell up. Join me this weekend. I'll help you with your tech problems. It's a lot of fun. The Tech Guy Show. Join me, won't you? I'll be looking for you. Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh-huh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. 
One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Do you ever spend time looking for a tool in the garage only to find it covered with rust? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share a simple fix right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It's easy to lose individual hand tools if they don't have a home to which they are always returned. Storing them in drawers like the ones in commercial tool cabinets is an excellent way to keep the tools neatly organized, but it takes a couple more steps to really protect them. If you just lay the tools in a drawer, they'll slide around as the drawer opens and closes, so line each drawer with a scrap of old carpet. The carpet provides enough friction to stop the sliding, but it won't stop rust without one more step. Spray each piece of carpet with a light coat of silicone lubricant. As the lubricant rubs off on each tool, it gives it a protective coating that prevents rust so the tools are ready when you need them. I'm Danny Lipford with tip for today's homeowner. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Julie. Uh, Julie. Common Sense Uh, 101. He really makes it that simple. Tom Sullivan, weeknights at 8 and Saturdays at 3 on WTKI Talk. Yep. Uh, and we got a, got a rainy one at least till about 11, uh, 90% chance. Uh, should get out of here by, by, by after lunch, right? Take our umbrella to lunch, eat a nice lunch, and then it's nice. But it's going to be cold, 47. 
and we just took the dip. It's 43. So, and, and we don't know S snow is not in the forecast going into the weekend. Just wanted to say, uh, Gene Marks is a nationally recognized small business expert, author, columnist, speaker. Um, reflecting a little bit on this, this is staggering, Gene. Um, 80% of small businesses impacted by, by the pandemic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and we could have all kinds of conversation about the government, government, state, local, and federal picking winners, right? We could. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is, a, it is a little crazy, but the bottom line is, is that, um, listen, there, there are, first of all, there, there are many small businesses, Fred, that, that are navigating this pandemic storm pretty well. Uh, and that's good news, but geez, there, there are just a ton that are really suffering all around the country. And, um, you know, I, you, you know, you, you read the news as much as I do. I mean, the restaurants are getting crushed, uh, in so many different areas. And even in areas like yours where, uh, maybe the restrictions are less onerous, uh, than they are where I live in Philadelphia, where like restaurants can't even serve indoors. Yeah. Uh, you know, you still, you still have just a, a big drop off in business because people are so concerned about, uh, COVID and going in and eating out and all that. So, Restaurants are suffering, you know, retail stores suffering really bad. And, you know, people that, you know, that are in the fitness business and uh, the arts industry, the travel industry, there are just millions of small businesses right now that are really struggling. Their optimism is down. Um, it's tough. It's really tough. And the next few months are really going to be a challenge until hopefully things uh, start lightening up a bit as the vaccine uh, becomes, you know, more used throughout the country. Yeah. And, and you know, and some people are still not sure. I want to I see some other people take it first. That's just me. <laughs> but, you know. You don't want to grow another arm? Uh, I, I don't want to grow another arm or, you know, another eye in the middle of my forehead or anything. Uh, but <laughs> let's not start something. Um, but anyway, you know. I, I am. It, it could be a good look. I'd be novel. Um, the the thing that has amazed me about now we've lost a lot of our food trucks. That's one of the impacts here, and we were yeah. becoming the big food truck area. Um, but I marvel at these restaurateurs who have. I, I know one guy that's a chicken place, and and he just went and got plexiglass and put it between the the tables. They weren't really booths. They were those kind of modern booths, and they were all kind of latched together. And he he just plexiglassed off each place, which which made his customers feel comfortable and it satisfied the health people and and uh he did that uh everybody's doing more drive through and if and if you look at the new uh architectural drawings that are coming out for these new restaurants that are coming on board smaller dining areas more takeout more drive through i think we're already seeing the trend of how these people are going to survive right we are. Yeah, we are. And, you know, it's the same thing around the country. A lot of the restaurants are building out, like, sort of outdoor eateries, you know, you know, you know, complete with, you know, their own ventilation and duct work, which is really something. You know, you don't find why they're really doing this um, is they're not profiting. I mean, this is, you know, obviously business is off significantly this year. But many of the restaurant owners that I talk to are doing this because they are uh, they're trying to keep their employees employed. I mean, they, yeah. they really care. And, and these people, you know, a lot of people working from home, they're earning salaries, they're doing okay, but it's the hourly workers that are really being impacted the most. And that's why we say, like, listen, you know, if you're local and you want to support your local restaurants, you're not just supporting the local restaurants, you're supporting the employees of those restaurants. So, yeah, I mean, order more delivery, you know. I mean, you know, frequent them. You, know, you don't have to cook at home as much over the holidays, you know. I mean, or get gift cards, 
because then the restaurants have cash, which they can use to pay their employees up front, and you can use the gift cards you know, later on. And I tell you what I started doing as well, not, not that I'm such a generous guy, but it's like whenever I, whenever I you know, order delivery or even pickup, I always overtip. Yeah. Because I know it's, you know, think about these people running around and, you know, during a pandemic, they're working hard and they're scared, you know, for their jobs. So I just, you know, during these periods of time, I think as a local citizen, you know, to help out your community and your small businesses and the workers of the small businesses, I think that is really something you should be doing. You know, you struck on something here. It started a little lightning bolt in my head. You go to the big corporations. They're, they're, you know, fair or not, they're faceless. They'll lay off a thousand people and not even think about it. If you're a local small business, you're looking over your desk or looking over the counter at somebody that that you've gotten to know really well, it's much harder to say bye to somebody like that, right? Yeah, and not only is it harder to say bye to somebody like that, honestly, it's really hard to find a replacement for that person. You know, you've got, you know, you got 10 people or 20 people working in your business, and, you know, you've got to lay off half of them. You've trained them. You've invested in them. You know, they know what they've got. They know their jobs. When it comes time to start up again or, or get back to, you know, normal, uh, it's going to take, you got to start from square one. And like you said, a big company, they've got resources to provide that training. Small businesses don't have that. So yeah. that's what makes it really, which, makes it really tough. Which really irritates me more about the big box guys were able to go on as business as usual and the other guys who provided some of the same services were shut down. That that, that that that's wiped out a lot of small business. The other thing that I, I'm I'm hoping kind of filters its way through, and I don't know if you've seen any data on it yet. Yes, cyber buying for you know we may see Cyber Monday the rest of the rest of eternity now. But the fact that a lot of these local businesses adapted as well, they had pickup. They had they have websites. They have you can buy online. The, these and they have they have small square footages, they're able to compete with the big guys and do it uniquely. But I don't know that that we we got to find out if that shakes out within the whole cyber thing, right? Because a lot of the cyber business that we had uh, going into Christmas where retail took a big hit, they may not have. They may have adapted, and some of that may be for them, right? Yeah, I mean, I agree. But I think, listen, um, e-commerce sales have increased anywhere from 35 to 45%, depending on the research that you read. A lot of businesses, um, you know, they pivoted online, and it's just accelerating a trend. You know, But you know what, Fred, it doesn't, it, it, it's still not making up the difference. I mean, there are a lot of businesses that are really in need. Um, there is, but listen, if, you, if you're listening to this right now, and you're one of those companies that are, that are really need capital and are really kind of suffering through all of this, there are some resources. I mean, while we're waiting for the government to get its act together on a stimulus, many of the banks are, are stepping up. Um, you know, Wells Fargo, for example, started what they call their Open for Business Fund. It's like this $400 million fund. They're spending $50 million of it right now during the holidays to help local businesses. And wow. you know, if you're looking for capital, yeah, you don't go to Wells Fargo directly. What you do is you need to find what's called a Community Development Financial Institution, a CDFI, because that's a nonprofit, instant, you know, nonprofit organizations all in all in your area. Wells Fargo is funneling money through them. So if you're looking for capital because you've got to survive the next few months, uh, my recommendation is if you go to Wells, wellsfargo.com forward slash shop local has a list of the CDFIs that they're funding. You can apply to them, get capital, get services, get support. 
uh, because all these businesses you had mentioned about going online, it, it's helping, but for a lot of companies, it's just not enough right now until we see the other side of this pandemic. You know, you know, what I mean? you know it's interesting it's Wells Fargo because you know, they had a they had a management change, they've had some restructuring. They they were really getting hit hard by by just bad thinking, bad decisions. This is a very good thing for them, and it shows that big banks can make a difference in their small communities, yeah. right? I, I have a com- I definitely have a comment about that. I think a lot of the big banks started off slow during the whole paycheck protection program, and I know it's very easy to point fingers, but you know it's the entire banking industry. I mean, Wells Fargo's fund, this fifty million in capital that they're providing through CDFIs. That is a huge, huge help for small businesses. They're not the only game in town. You know, a lot of other banks in the country are doing similar things as well. Because um, you know what? I think they've realized that it's not just good for the community. Um, it's good for business. It's good to help small businesses. I mean, geez, I mean, you know, we employ more than half the people in this country. For, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, you know, it is we contribute almost 50% of the gross domestic product. So the people at Wells Fargo, you know, they're not dumb. They, they realize that, and they're yeah. stepping up to help small businesses. Hey. I, I did not want to see them not bounce back, so I'm glad they're doing this. Yep. This is great. So uh, uh, we'll we'll try to find some local resources to help people connect on that as well. Hey, Gene, uh, we appreciate it very much. People want to find out more about you real quickly. Where do they go? I'm on Twitter at, at Twitter. Sorry, at GeneMarks.com. But before I let you go, again, just because it's so important, go to WellsFargo.com forward slash shop local. Find a CDFI and get capital through them. A pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed. He really is talented. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Everything accident-wise has been moved out of the way. You be careful on your ride in this morning. Put some extra room in there when you got somewhere to go if something does go wrong. No mask, no hose, just sleep. The Somnident from Dr. Sandman is an easy-to-use oral device. Insurance accepted for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandland.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Marie, is that you? Oh, hi, Barb. How you doing? Better now. Did you know we had a little health scare with Jeff? Oh, no. What happened? Well, he had been short of breath and was really tired a lot of the time. He just thought he was getting old and was out of shape. But it turns out it was heart valve disease. How did you figure it out? He finally went to the doctor, and she was able to listen to his heart and detected the problem. I didn't realize it, but heart valve disease is more common than you'd think. They were able to replace the valve, and he's feeling so much better now. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. More than 5 million Americans are diagnosed with heart valve disease every year, but most people know nothing about the condition, and it can be deadly if untreated. That's why it's important to listen to your heart and ask your doctor if your symptoms may be due to heart valve disease or if you're at high risk. A message brought to you by Heart Valve Voice U.S. For more information about the symptoms and treatments for valve disease, go to heartvalvevoice-us.org. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. 
When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a non-profit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals, Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. I'm running as a proud Democrat. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. WTKI Talk. <laughs> that ties in pretty good together. <laughs> Snakes. <laughs> we just heard a snake there, I think. <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, uh, you know, I think Hans has enough, Hans Vatsvakovsky has enough to write two books after this election. Uh, we got to fix some things. Maybe, maybe that's what the, the sleeping giant has been awakened by this presidential election. A lot of these local elections, I think, may have been stolen as well. Um, I still think this guy James in, in Michigan got robbed. Uh, what a great candidate. And, and the guy that ran against him, I mean, he may as well have campaigned in his basement, too. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, Charlie Pride, uh, they slapped this together pretty quickly. And you kind of wonder, you can do things so, so fast now. Um, this tribute they're doing tonight, right? Tonight on uh, on CMT remembers Charlie Pride. They're doing a Wednesday night special, and they have. I mean, it is. Um, I'm going to have a whole bunch of people that uh, special appearances, either footage or real. Uh, Darius Rucker, Loretta Lynn, Merle Haggard, who you know. Not going to be there for real, but you never know about Merle. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. He may hologram himself. Uh, Tim McGraw and uh, the the pride of Timmins, Ontario. Should oh, I have yes. Um How do I know that? Because I used to live near there, and they make a big deal. You used to wave at Chennai when you drove by her house. Yeah, or, no, I think mm-hmm. she wasn't even a, a glimmer in her Papa's eye mm-hmm. by then. Uh, but anyway, that that all happens. Uh, let's see, seven o'clock our time on yeah. CMT. They're going to do a big thing for. Uh, um, and then there's there's a memorial service, uh, private wake for him in Dallas this week. They they were doing, so um, wow. Yeah, he touched a lot of lives. Obviously, there's a lot of artists, uh, country and otherwise. And you showed me that picture of him and Willie Willie Nelson from days gone yeah, by. Yeah, boy, did they know. look young. Gosh, they were. Yeah, we all young were. Willie kind of yeah. gives you the idea because Willie's what pushing ninety. He, he's heading that direction. Yeah, he's, he's closer to ninety than he is eighty these days. I do believe. But you, you know, people like Charlie Pride. I never had an opportunity. You met him. 
I did meet him. Yeah. And and th- th- these are just people. These are icons in music that we just keep seeing go down. Yeah. And uh, here's another one. Uh, but anyway, CMT doing a big thing tonight. Uh, big celebration of his life, and that is uh, awesome. From uh, where in Mississippi? What's the name of that? Sledge, Sledge, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah, I still got to look that up. I don't know where Sledge is actually. It's got to be down down along the Mississippi somewhere. Yeah, between here and the end of the week, we'll talk a little more about Sledge. Yeah, we may uh, profile Sledge. Why don't we? But anyway, uh, if you want to watch that tonight, CMT Charlie Pride. Prager this morning at 11 on WTKI Talk. When the sun goes down, the snakes will play. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Facebook, Google's parent company Alphabet, Apple and Amazon could all face multi-billion dollar fines under new regulations from the European Union. The proposed rules also include breaking up tech companies if they don't comply. The two acts must still be approved by the European Parliament and Council of Ministers before they take effect. The rules require removal of illegal goods, services and content, require action against those abusing the systems and require advertising transparency. The holiday season is usually a thriving time for New York City's Times Square hotels, but not this year. The New York Marriott Marquis is permanently laying off more than 800 workers who have been on temporary layoff. The Wall Street Journal says the layoffs were revealed in a filing with the State Department of Labor. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. Is the cost of finishing the basement... Worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. We're looking at a heavy traffic load, but it's not been a bad ride in this morning. We did pick up a wreck indicator at Danville and Lake Cove Road. Had a vehicle hit a tree there. They are reporting that one, though, as a no-injury accident. Have you tried Popeye's Chicken Sandwich yet? It's made with that buttermilk crispy chicken, has spicy or classic mayo, and it's served on a warm, buttery bun. Only $3.99 at Popeye's. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye's Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace-sized. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. 
safe. Come by our showrooms today and save big. A fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up. What started as a normal day ended in tragedy. Our daughter Carmen died swimming near our dock when the water became energized. This was caused by ungrounded wiring and an outdoor switch box that was partially filled with water. Before your loved ones go into the water, check your wiring, boxes, and outlets and make sure everything is in good working order. Also, test the water around your pier for electricity. By doing so, you can have fun times on the water and possibly save a life. A message from the Energy Institute of Alabama. Where Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Well, it's, uh, boy, it's not as cold here as it is where our guest is, but we're, we're in the 40s and it's not going to get any better than 47. Rain will be ending. We're, we actually dipped a little. It's 43. Uh, Richard Ashworth is in Chicago. <laughs> what is it there? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's in the, in the team. Hi, team. Oh, good. I, I don't miss being where it snows sideways. Uh, president and CEO of Ativity Health. You were the former uh, president of Walgreens, which I find fascinating, and we need to talk again soon, because when all this pandemic stuff is over, I think the market has decided where we're going in healthcare and and drug companies and pharmacies. and I mean, you can go get shots at pharmacies now, right? That That's something new in the last decade or so. Um, but now we have this this. Remarkable uh, COVID-19 vaccine, which I don't know. There are a lot of people saying they don't want to go first. I'm one of those. But it is remarkable how fast the red tape was cut. And this thing's out there. I mean, this is a big victory, right? Yeah, it's a great opportunity. In fact, that's why we did the survey, because, you know, Silver Sneakers, which is the, the brand that we, we help uh, uh, Medicare beneficiaries with their physical and social connections and their physical fitness. So we really wanted to understand, okay, are there hesitations? And if so, what are they? What are your concerns and what are your challenges? That way we can help with the communication. Yeah. I mean, I was joking earlier with an earlier guest about growing a third eye. I mean, you're not going to get that. But I look, I don't buy the new car. I don't buy the new computer because I want somebody else to work the bugs out. <laughs> and I'm kind of one of those. I'm going to want to see how it works out for people. That's, that's just human nature to some degree, right? Yeah. Well, you're not alone, actually. A third of our respondents said just that. They didn't use your exact wording, but they did say that they want to wait at least three months before they take the vaccine. They're a little worried about the side effects, right? What is it? How is it going to be? And two out of three of them said they want to wait at least three months before they actually take it. Yeah. I uh, Look at how, and, I, and you know, I, I don't want to get politics in here, but, but we have a president who cut a lot of red tape. It makes you wonder with a lot of these regulations that were waived and how long it takes to get something through the FDA and all of that. We have a remarkable ability here to respond as America. And, and now we, you know, we have Australia, you know, they've come up with this $30 home test. I mean, given the opportunity, I mean, people create awesome things if government will just get out of the way, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a pharmacist by training. So for me, you know, I've been around vaccines and immunizations my whole, my whole career. And I will tell you that, you know, the, the FDA, the CDC, these are credible institutions with hardworking, scientific, smart people who have done something pretty amazing here. And, you know, as we've done the clinical trial and as we're now beginning to roll out the vaccine and going to the right populations first, 
you know, I think it's important for our seniors to know, hey, this is what the side effects look like. Let's be, um, uh, you know, transparent about that. And let's also talk about some of the other reasons why people might not be taking the vaccine. Look, what we know is why the seniors want to take the vaccine. Over 85% of them said they want to take it for their personal safety and for the protection of those around them. So what are we learning so far? I think uh, we're talking about tran- transference and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're beginning to see some some data on that, that it may protect protect you from passing it on to somebody else if you do get it, even with a vaccine. I mean, this is all stuff that still has to flesh itself out. But we're getting some, as much as the fear is, out there we're getting some positive positive uh uh i guess indicators back already aren't we yeah you know you can you can go to the cdc website and they're sharing very real time kind of the clinical findings of people who are taking the vaccine or what happened in the clinical trial you know to me what we found what we found with our seniors is that they worry about side effects those seem to be pretty minimal for the vaccine so far it looks like it's very commensurate with that of the flu vaccine which most of our seniors take on an end basis already we're seeing on the clinical side that the vaccine is more effective so in the in the high range for effectiveness that's good news all right it doesn't look like any of our seniors who are on medicare have to actually pay for it Ooh, that's a little incentive too well hey as we work our way through this maybe maybe that timeline gets a little shorter than people wait in three months hey if people want to reach out to you um richard where do they find you yeah they go to pivityhealth.com that's p-i-v-i-t-y health.com backslash vaccine study you can get all the information we got from our seniors but if you have questions about the vaccine i always recommend you go to your doctor or your pharmacist all right hey those pharmacists know a lot about drugs i know because mine saves my life every time hey thanks richard appreciate it (laughs) thanks bud take care live from an old brick building under the interstate it's the little station that did 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. Influenza and pneumonia season is here. And now more than ever, it's important to get your flu and pneumonia vaccines. In this time of social distancing, many are concerned with leaving their homes. But getting the flu and pneumonia vaccines is more important than ever to prevent infection. Protect yourself and others from preventable, contagious viruses like flu and pneumonia, which can cause illness, hospitalization, and even death. The flu and pneumonia vaccines reduce illnesses, doctor visits, hospitalizations, missed work, and missed school. Flu and pneumonia season can sometimes peak as late as February or March. Making sure your children are vaccinated on time is an important step toward ensuring their long-term health. Everyone can help fight the flu and pneumonia by getting vaccinated today. Let's take action to fight the flu and pneumonia and stop the spread of vaccine-preventable diseases. Visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. (laughs) Merry Christmas from WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM.